Welcome to Southeastern Championship Wrestling. Innovators in televised wrestling personality profile, split screen, instant replay, and other technical firsts. The program voted number one by the Wrestling Writers Federation of America. Join us now for the fast-paced competition of professional wrestling, featuring the top grapplers from the world's largest governing body, the National Wrestling Alliance. Let's go to ringside for today's lineup with one of wrestling's former stars and your host on Southeastern Championship Wrestling, Les Thatcher. Hello and once again, welcome to Southeastern Championship Wrestling. Uh, I'm Les Thatcher, my co-host Phil Rainey, and with us to start the program, Rip Smith. Rip, welcome aboard. Thank you, Les. I want to thank you and Phil Rainey for having me out here at the beginning of the program well, we to uh, review this film. Of course, we do have a reason. We're going to show a film of Gorgeous George Jr. against Rip Smith. Let's roll that right now and take a look because on today's program, this same two men are going to climb back into that squared circle for a return match. And Rip, you really put it to Gorgeous George Jr. in this film. A good win for you. Yeah, it was. I kind of spoiled his return back into this area here, Les. And uh, right here, I'm working on him pretty good, and really pounding on his head a little bit. Of course, Rip, uh, as we're going to see at the end of this film, uh, although you were the eventual winner, it came up and uh, came up with a victory. After the match was over, Gorgeous George Jr. followed you outside the ring and dumped you into a pit that separates the uh, Bleacher Wrestling fans from the ring proper. That's right, Les. After I'd won the match and beat him right, right in the middle, one, two, three, he sucker punched me from behind and then threw me off the, off the podium there that you was talking about. There, uh, George kicking out from the backbreaker, the drive for the pin there, but uh, Rip, you stayed right on top of the action. You're setting him up here once again. Right here for my big power slam, and that's all it took for him, Les. A good move by Rip Smith, a three count, good. and he's the winner. Yeah. But we're going to see now the aftermath. The George uh, is George, as you say, just returning to area action after a long layoff, and he was rather upset by you sporting yeah, as we're here seeing here. Sucker punch me. Hit my head on the apron and threw me over into the pitch, you know. And we're going to see Rip Smith disappear from view here in just a moment. Down into the pit, off the podium, and uh, Gorgeous George uh, trying to add insult in. Yeah, he'll, he'll, he's going to pay for this too, Les. And of course, as we mentioned, Rip Smith and Gorgeous George Jr. Gorgeous George, incidentally, Rip managed by Don Carson on today's program, will be squaring off in the uh, in, uh, third match on today's card. So, Rip, thanks a lot for joining thanks, us. Sir. And we're going to run down today's card, and good luck to you in your match. Thank you, Les. Our opening match on today's program will be tag team action. The Southeastern Tag Team Champions, Dennis Codry and Phil Hickerson, will square off with Kevin Sullivan and Ted Allen. And on the film, we're going to look at the same, Codry and Hickerson against Bob Roop and Jimmy Golden. Jimmy Golden and Bob Roop in live action against Abdul Zatar and Lucky Davis. And we're going to see on personality profile, Jimmy Golden with some... Uh, Pertinent information I'm sure you fans will be very interested in, along with Don Carson, Robert Fuller, and Professor Boris Malenko. And as we said, Rip Smith in a return match against Gorgeous George Jr. and in Gorgeous George's corner will be Don Carson. Ronnie Garvin takes on Steve Kyle, all in all, a super lineup. So right now, let's go to the ring for the introductions with Phil Rainey. Thank you very much, Les. The first match on today's program will be a one-four match with a 15-minute time limit, a tag team match. First of all, from Massachusetts, weighing 230 pounds, Kevin Sullivan. And from Tennessee, weighing 220 pounds, Ted Allen. 
Their opponents, the Southeastern Tag Team Champions, managed by Ron Wright, the Tennessee Connection, with a combined weight of 540 pounds, Dennis Condry and Phil Hickerson. One fall, 15-minute time limit. Your official is Tommy Weather. Condry and Hickerson, the Tag Team Champions, presented by Ron Wright, as you see, Wright with the arm in the sling uh, strapped to his side. He had uh, quite a bad operation on his collarbone. He'll be out of action himself for quite some time, and it's Kevin Sullivan, the Boston Irishman, in the start for his combination. Phil Hickerson in the start for the team of Just like they had a little thing right here at the start of this, the man right there in the ring right now, Mr. Kevin Sullivan, is a man that Golden's daddy paid to come in here and break my shoulder up, and before this match is over, Kevin Sullivan is going to pay right in the middle of that ring because I've instructed my men to hurt him bad and they're not to beat him in any way other than a submission hold. So you can watch that ring right there for some bad action today. The comments you just heard from Ron Wright, manager of the champions, Tommy Nickerson. And of course, uh, Wright's team has uh, lost a $10,000 automobile. Ron Wright, an operation in the hospital. Although they still have their tag team belts filled, they are certainly upset. Certainly are, and we've got Kevin Sullivan going against right now. Dennis Condry goes by Dennis Condry. Kevin Sullivan blasting away at Dennis Condry. Kevin and his partner is young Chet Allen. Sullivan trying for the shoulder breaker. Condry hanging on to the rope. As there's Ron Wright. Look, he's got that right there on film. That man tried to give him a shoulder breaker. And we're trying to have that thing barred and outlawed in Southeastern Wrestling. I want this man to this match safe. Ron Wright, 20 years behind the times, uh, talking about video or film when he should be talking about videotape. But nonetheless, uh, yes, it is on videotape. Ron Wright talking about having the shoulder breaker barred. And I suppose had it been a headlock that injured him, he would have wanted that barred too. Yeah. Kevin Sullivan building that arm of Dennis Condry. Sullivan applying the pressure. As of yet, we have not seen Ted Allen in the field. And of course, Kevin making the tag now, holding the arm bar. Allen trying to set up uh, some type of drop on the arm, was unable to do so, but came right up and uh, hit the double wrist lock. Now with the tag out of the headlock to Kevin Sullivan. Sullivan back on that arm. So Wright has given his team instructions to make Sullivan submit. Not pin him, but make him submit. We're going to have to see. Well, two on one action out here right now, Les, and uh, Ron Wright in the corner shouting instructions to his target. Higgerson backs up. Don't want anything to Ted Allen right now. Higgerson in his haste to get out of the way went right on the seat of his pants. Ted Allen opens up. Whips Hickerson into the ropes, catches him with a back drop, and that one shook the whole studio. Drop kick by Ted Allen. That boy can work, Les. Yes, sir. He's taking on both of them. Andre dropped on the outside by Allen with a drop kick. Hickerson separating the second rope. They right out with him. That turnbuckle right in front of us came unhooked with the power of Hickerson colliding in. And now Hickerson blasting back at Ted Allen. I'm not sure if Hickerson is aware of what's going on here. He may be stunned. And he grabs the middle turnbuckle to try and use it. The referee and uh, our ring crew here in trying to prevent that. 
but Ted Allen nonetheless on the receiver at this point, Phil. And Rob Wright uh, telling his men to settle down, don't get too over-anxious, don't get disqualified. He wants them to stay in there to hurt Kevin Sullivan. Tag is made, Dennis Condry moves back into action. The elbow into the joint of the shoulder in the arm. Condry Hickerson working hard on Ted Allen, but yet, it is not Ted Allen they want in that ring, it's Kevin Sullivan. Yes, they might be trying to put him out of commission to make uh, Kevin come in. They're trying to get him up in the corner and make the tag. He can't do it. Sullivan wants the tag. They're going to work on Ted Allen to put him out of commission so when he makes that tag, he's going to have to stay for a while. Working away at the arm of Ted Allen. Now it's Bill Higginson, one half of the Southeastern champion. Allen leading to get to the corner, shoots the jab to the big section, but not enough to take the wind out of the sails of Phil Hickerson. And right now, Allen needs the tag, Phil. The tag was made, and here comes Conry. going to flip off of the ropes into the arm of Ken Allen. They're punishing Allen's arm. I'm curious whether or not they're maybe trying to coax Kevin Sullivan in by the damage they're doing to Ted Allen. Of course, we all are aware that two weeks ago, Don Curtis said there will be no saves in tag team action. And, uh, if that would be the case, would that not be a disqualification? It certainly would. So I'm sure that Kevin will try to remain outside and keep his cool, get the tag from Ted when possible, and then make his move. Condry. Pounding away at the shoulder, the arm of Ken Allen. And Allen at this point needs to make the tag to Sullivan, needs to get out of there, give that arm a rest. But Conry gives the tag to the hothead of the combination, Phil Higgerson. He goes right back to the arm. You got Allen hanging on the ropes, going to hair. Yeah, picks him up by his arm. Trying to jerk, and he is uh, jerking him off the mat with the arm. A tag again. Bill, if this continues, I say we're not too far away from the end of this one because I don't see Allen hanging on too much longer. A game gun competitor, but nonetheless, they are doing a lot of damage to the shoulder. Well, they haven't gotten Kevin Sullivan. As Ron White pointed out at the onset of our program, he wanted to hurt uh, Sullivan and not Allen. Allen's taken the punishment of these two, Conway Nicholson. Allen. Great. The blue ropes now as Nickerson takes the tag, moves back in. Sullivan reaching, trying to make the tag with his partner, but at this point, it does not look too good. Ted Allen has submitted the referee, Tommy Weathers, doing the match on a submission to Condry and Hickerson. Ted Allen not being able to take any more punishment on that arm, but a valiant effort on the part of that young man. Let's go to instant replay and see how it's shaped up. Allen looking good in the early part of the match, Phil, but then Condry and Hickerson took command and they went on to punish Ted severely. They found that vulnerable area, that uh, arm, and uh, Allen cannot take the tremendous punishment that uh, he was given in that. Very, very true. But your winners were Condry and Hickerson over Sullivan and Allen. And we've got a film. We have asked Bob Roop and Jimmy Golden to join us here at the, the microphone to view a film of the Southeastern Tag Team title match between Condry and Hickerson against Bob Roop and Jimmy Golden. You may remember that Golden and Hickerson wrestled for money against a $10,000 car. And, of course, Phil had to relinquish that automobile as he was pinned by Jimmy Golden. 
a lot of animosity between these four wrestlers and these two teams. And of course, Bob Roop, uh, several months ago, had been involved with the Ron Wright camp. We're going to roll this film and uh, hope that Jimmy and Bob will be joining us uh, on the set. And uh, we pick up the action in progress. And Jim, uh, I know this one was a tough one to let slip by you because, uh, of course, you, you and Bob are, have been knocking on the door for those titles for quite some time now. Well, that's I, all I can say is right here, it seemed like we had everything going our way. As you can see, Bob Roof and myself are doing a number on Phil Hickerson and Dennis Condry. And it looks like we got it won all the way, but as you're going to see here, I don't know where this film picks it up. I got this over the top rope there. It's a disqualification. But uh, maybe here in a minute, the film shows that you're going to see right there. It is hand something to Phil Hickerson in his hand. And as I turn back around here in a second to come to him, right here, I'm, I'm not paying attention to what's going on. I'm fixing to drop kick his head off. Now, I'm coming back to get Hickerson. And this is when I get dropped. And the reason of it is because of Ron Wright. And uh, uh, right here, they get the one, two, three counts. And, uh, were defeated. I'd like to say this uh, before we go any further that uh, pre-taped earlier as a profile, everybody, right. everyone knows uh, the people are going to see me a little disappointed or surprised or who do to not, not knowing what to say. But uh, don't pay any attention to that because uh, we're going all out and we're going to get this title match regardless of what we have to do. And uh, what I said in a profile is is has nothing to do past with past history now, has right? past history brother and we're gun-ho we're ready yeah um, this film demonstrated i think very clearly the problem that jim and i've been having all along we've been with, after these guys for a long time the problem has been anytime we get in a situation where it's three against two something like that happens uh ron wright uh, or one of the other guys manages to interfere and in some way they get an object or something and again, if we get Bill Golden in our corner where he's a professional man and he knows wrestling from A to Z, and if he gets in the, our corner, then it's gonna be three against three. And I feel, and I'm sure all you people feel that we got a, at least a 95% chance of walking out there with those titles. Gentlemen, thanks a lot for joining us for the film and Thank your you. comments. We'll be back right after these commercial messages. The Hazard, Kentucky, August the 21st, bell time, 8.30 p.m. at the Memorial Gym. We'll have five great matches in all. And on that card, Ted Allen meets Kevin Sullivan. Gorgeous George Jr. squares away against Rip Smith. Also in a Southeastern title match, the Mongolian stopper, managed by Don Carson, takes on Robert Fuller. And in a special chain match, a Russian chain match, Boris Malenko meets Ronnie Garvin. And also a Southeastern tag title match. The champions, Dennis Condry and Phil Hickerson, presented by Ron Wright, meets Jimmy Golden and Bob Roop, and that tandem managed by Bill Golden. Now let's hear from Ron Wright. Let me tell you something. You know, it's a crying shame. We took these titles and we've defended against them two idiots a 10, 15, maybe 20 times. We've beat them every time. And why the Southeastern organization wait, Ron, comes up and Ron, forces wait, my wait, man. Wait a minute. I've told you a thousand times that you're talking way over these people's head up there in Hazard, Kentucky. This man is a smart man. He's been in every kind of institution all the way across the country. Let me tell you something. Bill Golan, you dog. And that's exactly what you is, is a dog. I hope that you are there in Hazard. I want you to go out there and I want you to manage them boys because you're going to be so humiliated. 
We're going to humiliate you so bad, we're going to do it through your boy. We're going to beat him, and we're going to beat his brains out. After we're through, we're going to stick his toes in his ears, baby, and you're in a hell of a position when you get that happen. Bill Golden, you come out there, and if you make one move, baby, I'm going to put my fist right upside your head, and if you go down, I'm going to put the bonnet leg right across your neck, and they're going to tote you out, Bill Golden. You're a dog. Your family is a bunch of dogs. Oh, what more can I say? He said enough, and that's the way it ought to be, but we're going to defend them titles and hang on to them, I assure you. Jimmy Golden, Bob Roop, Bill Golden, you've heard what uh, Ron Wright says, you've heard what Phil Hickerson said. He's an added insult to uh, a long list of injuries he's tried to cause. What's your feeling? Well, well excuse me, go ahead, Bob. Well, Jimmy, I was just going to say, I know that hearing that kind of stuff has got to have anybody upset. It's hard for me to believe that anybody can be deliberately that low class as to talk about your family, but it's, in my mind, it's a psychological trick or a ploy. They're trying to make us so mad when we go in the ring that we'll lose our head and get disqualified because that's the way these guys like to win matches, by disqualification and, and that sort of thing. And it's just something that I got to say now, it's not my family they're calling dogs and talking about, but I'm not going to be upset about anything except those belts. And that's what we're going to be going after. And that's exactly what we're going to get. And Phil Hickerson is just upset because he's lost a new LTD car and a lot of money, and he's fixing to lose two belts, the championship belts. And the man's sick in the head. He's got a tumor in his head. He don't know what he's saying a lot of times. But let me tell you something, Hickerson, you're not going to need a doctor for your tumor. I'm going to fix it for you, brother. I'm going to knock it out of you. I'm going to straighten you out. When I get through with you, you're going to be able to think straight. Match on Southeastern Championship Wrestling, also a tag team match. One fall, 15 minute time limit. With a combined weight of 445 pounds from Saudi Arabia, Abdul Zatar. And from Tennessee, Lucky Davis. Their opponents with a combined weight of 435 pounds from Los Angeles, California, Bob Roop, and from Montgomery, Alabama, Jimmy Golden. Your official, Ron Sexton, one fall, 15-minute time limit. Lucky Davis teaming with Abdul Zatar to take on the top contenders for Southeastern Tag Team Wrestling Honors, Bob Roop and Jimmy Golden. The combination of Golden Roop have come a long way in a short time, a lot of impressive wins, and now, on several occasions, have knocked on the door of champions Kadri and Aderson. We see Lucky Davis out against former Olympic wrestling star, Bob. Davis catapults his man over, drops down, has the hip pocket successful. And Davis wisely does not rush in because Bob Brook was waiting and ready. I think Bob Brook uh, rebounded quickly from that tip lock lesson. They kind of caught Lucky Davis off guard, so he put on the brakes right quick. With the headlock now is Bob Roop. Lucky Davis again catapults him off. Group over the top. Davis for the hip lock. Roop for the reversal. As Davis goes to the well, once too often. Group was waiting for Bob Roop makes the tag. Here comes Golden to work on Lucky Davis. Golden over the top. Bobby Sam by Jimmy. Godly down. Catching Davis on the side of the chin. The tar. Tag is made. And Roop will replace Jimmy in the ring. As Lucky Davis is in trouble from the get-go. 
This uh, tag team combination of Bob Root and Jimmy Golden Wes has proved quite formidable. They certainly have, Phil. They have, are no doubt the top contenders for the titles of Conway and Nickerson. Davis with the elbow staggers Root. Davis tags Zatar. And Zatar is met by the right hand of Bob Root. Root tries to finish. Zatar moves out. Root changes direction. Tags Jimmy. Jimmy into the headlock. And with the exception of possibly 5%, offense has belonged to Golden and Root. Certainly has. Zatar trying to change that advantage, but Jimmy Golden meets him punch for punch and tags Bob Root as he sets up in their half of the ring. Root in with a kick of Donald Stretcher. Zatar steps up. Zatar gouging at the eyes of Bob Root, trying to blind him, backs him into the corner. Here's Lucky Davis working on the floor to Bob Root. Golden wants to come in, can't make There's a short little jab moving in now to help out with Abdul Zatar. Root bails out, diving across that ring, tags Jimmy Golden, and Jimmy moves in to tag Davis. Davis and Zatar, I don't know if it's noticeable to everyone else, but having a little trouble putting the teamwork together, Phil. Silo's track of who's the legal man entering it is golden for sure and uh, Zatar, I believe. Davis diverted Jimmy. Bob went right on by with Zatar. Backbreaker, neck breaker, a double in. Come up with another victory in a line of long line of victories over Lucky Davis at Bulls Attire. Let's look at it on instant replay. The combination of Ruth and Golden dominating 95% of this contest. And certainly rightly so. Let's go to instant replay if we do have it. Let's check it. We have the instant replay. We'll be back after these commercial messages with personality profile. Super Wrestling Friday Night in Knoxville. Right now we're going to talk about tonight in Morristown, Tennessee, where these two gentlemen are in a six-man tag along with the Mongolian Stomper against Bob Roop, Robert Fuller, and Ronnie Garvin. Gentlemen? Listen, Les, I got the Mongolian Stomper. He's there at the gym and he's working out. And I just happen to have with me Boris Malenko. Would you please stand? Yes. Now, you take Boris Malenko and you take the Mongolian Stomper, which is going to take care of Ronnie Garvin Friday night. But I'm talking about Morristown. I'm talking about Bob Roop and Ronnie Garvin and Robert Fuller. And speaking of Robert Fuller, ladies and gentlemen, did you know that this is Robert Fuller's last night in Morristown, Tennessee? Because he's going to be catching the Greyhound bus anymore. <laughs> He won't be out there with us anymore. Uh, super in Morristown. Tonight you better get your Morristown. ticket early. I'm not kidding you. <laughs> 
an interesting hobby, an unusual outside business interest, a controversial match decision, or a wrestling issue important affairs. If it's news and involves a wrestler within our reach, you'll see it here on Southeastern Championship Wrestling Personality Profile. And today on Personality Profile, we're going to discuss three important issues uh, with Robert Fuller, Don Carson, Professor Malenko, and the two gentlemen with me now, Bob Roop and Jimmy Golden. Jimmy and Bob are not aware as of yet why I'm asking to be on this segment of Personality Profile. Of course, it is pre-taped. And, uh, of course, Jimmy, you and Bob uh, have been denied another title match with Condry and Hickerson. But I am here to tell you that you do, in fact, have another title match with Dennis and Phil. And Ron Wright has signed this contract for a very unusual reason. That reason being uh, your father. And I know you're not aware yet. I had a phone conversation last night with your dad, uh, apparently just a few minutes after you talked to him. And also then I got on the phone to Don Curtis, to Ron Wright, and the match was signed. And I have a recording of a phone conversation I made this morning with your dad. And I want you to hear this, and then we'll discuss the title match and the reason for getting it. So right now, let's hear the voice of Bill Golden. Jimmy, listen to me real good here. I've, uh, I just, I've called Les, and uh, I've been doing some heavy thinking after you called me last night. And uh, I'm, I know doggone well that, that you and Bob Root can uh, beat this team of uh, Condry and Hickerson. And uh, I've done a thing here that, uh, that I know will uh, get the uh, return match for you. And I'll leave my hair on the line, and I'll be there in your corner this coming Friday night to be your manager, you and Root. Now, I'm not taking anything away from you, and I'm not uh, saying that uh, you and Roop are not a good team because I think you're the best team in the world, and I know that you can beat these people, and I'll put my hair on the line, and I'll be there Friday night to be in your corner. And uh, we're going to get this title. We're going to take this title away from them boys. They've been riding real shot over long enough. So Friday night, I'll be there, and I'll be in your corner, and I'll be supporting you and Roop, and I know that you can do it, and I've been watching Roop and watching uh, his moves and uh, his wrestling ability, and I know he's just as good as you are, so therefore, I have done this thing, and I'm going to be there, and we're going to relieve those boys of that title once and for all. Bill, uh, of course, we recorded this conversation, and we naturally we'll play this one, this back for Jimmy, and we certainly appreciate it. Okay. Well, Jim, there you have it. Uh, what your father has done to get you the title match? Well, Les, I don't, I don't understand this. I, this is a complete Excuse surprise me. to me. I don't, I don't know what to say because usually we, he talks to me about anything before any decisions are made. I don't understand why you haven't contacted me before now. Excuse but me a second, I Jim. I know that your dad is aware, just like. I'm aware, and all you wrestling fans out there are aware of the fact that Jimmy Golden and I, our professional reputation's on the line against Condry and Hickerson and Wright, and that's been the difference. Right down the line, the difference has been that we've been outnumbered. There's always one more man who can, who can do something, uh, interfere, distract a referee, hand somebody an object, and the one time that Bill Golden was here and was in Jimmy's corner. Jimmy came away, remember brother Jim, you came away with a $10,000 car. And I gotta just say that I got all the professional respect in the world for your father for making a step like this and also his judgment because I think that he realizes as well as I do that with him in our corner and it being three on three, 
that we can beat those guys and take those titles and justify all the effort that we've put into trying to win them. I'd like to say, Jim, that uh, I prefer not to get involved in a family issue. Uh, you and I have been friends a long time. You know, I wrestled for your dad when he was in promotion. But he asked me, uh, like I say, just a few minutes probably after you hung up and talking to him on the phone yourself, he called me with this idea and had me put the uh, idea in motion and asked me, pleaded with me, not to tell you because he felt that you would get on the phone to him and try and talk him out of it. Well, this is, I, I'm going to tell you, this, if, he if we lose this match, uh, there's my father going to be walking around like Don Carson or whoever bald-headed. Now, that's really going to be humiliating, but uh, really, I don't know what to say right now. We've got our title match, I guess, but... Uh, it's up to us, brother. Well, that's, that's right, but I'm going to tell you this. Uh, I'm, I'm completely surprised my father doing this, but uh, what can I say? It's already done. Well, Jim, uh, it certainly does prove that your father has a lot of confidence in you and Bob. I want to appreciate, uh, say I appreciate you both coming on here. And uh, like I say, I'm sorry that being stuck in the middle of a family involvement. But the title match has been signed. Bob Roop, Jimmy Golden against Condren Hickerson for the Southeastern Tag Team Belts. And right now we're going to talk to Professor Boris Malenko about Russian chain matches and Russian death matches. With me, Professor Boris Malenko, and he has asked for this time on Personality Profile to discuss uh, his Russian chain matches. So I don't know why, but certainly this has been uh, barred. You already know that. Uh, what do we need to talk about it further for? Because I want it reinstated. I want it brought back. You want it brought back. Is that because your Russian death match backfired on you? You ended up wrestling in one and losing it? You know, if you didn't need a place to hang your ears, you wouldn't have no use for your head. That's translated in my language. That's an old saying we have. And I want you to listen closely and pay close attention. I'm fed up with you and a lot of people out there in the Southeastern organization. I've given you a chance to reinstate my chain. I haven't seen any progress in toward that direction. But pay close attention. I've hired a battery of attorneys to serve the Southeastern Wrestling Organization and Don Curtis, the president, with a court injunction. If they don't do it the right way, they'll do it my way. Because I'll tell you something, money talks. And it's going to talk with the attorneys that I have hired. And this chain match will be reinstated. Next week, I will be back on this wrestling TV program. And I will bring you people the best news that you've ever had. And I'm going for one person and one person only. And that person is Ronnie Garvin. And I will offer you, because I know this court injunction will go toward my favor, and I'm positive of it, that I will be back with this chain. And I will ask you to sign the contract. The comments of Professor Boris Malenko starting legal action against Don Curtis and Southeastern Wrestling from professional wrestler to professional clubhouse lawyer. We'll see how this one comes out. Right now, we're going to talk to Robert Fuller and to Don Carson. Don Carson lost a hair versus hair match to Robert Fuller. You can't see the smooth head because of the cap. That's, but we're gonna that show hair's the, not smooth. Let's show she the did film. She did a fine job of cutting my hair. Now. Let's roll the film of Don Carson against Robert Fuller, hair versus hair. And Don, as we watch the film, I realize that now you have challenged Robert Fuller to a loser leave town match. And I want to make you aware of the fact that Don Curtis has reinstated a loser leave town match with the stipulation that a man losing will be barred from the area for one year. You okay. Really that? okay, that's fine. But listen now, hold on a minute. 
Hold on a minute now. Watch this film. Get up closer and watch the film. And watch Robert Fuller's shoulders go down on the mat. One, two, three. And he had paid the referee to award him the match he after the match was already. Just a minute. Shoulder. Just a minute, I want the film to speak for itself. This is the chain wrapped around Robert Fuller's hand right here. No okay, okay. That at this time, I didn't even use what I should have done. I didn't use the peanut butter. But take a look now. You've got about 12 or 13 seconds, and you're going to see a man go down. Now, you just watch. Don Curtis should be here and put two eyeballs on films like this. That's what Don Curtis should be doing instead of gallivanting off somewhere else. He should be right here taking care of things. There's a punch to the gut right there. There's a pin right With there. The the There's a one, two, shut up. One, two, three. The referee has called for the bell. They didn't ring the bell. They haven't done anything at this point except I'm the winner. Look at my hand in the air right there. Look, here comes Robert Fuller. Here's a small peg. I thought the match was over, man. I thought it was finished. Now, here's the referee counting me out. One, two, three. Now, do you think that this is the right thing to do, Mr. Thatcher? Am I allowed to voice an opinion? I wish you would. Yes, I think that you pinned the man with your feet up on the ropes, and uh, the referee made the match continue. Robert it was Fuller a no-disqualification match. It was a no-time limit. i got to say, though, that this lady... She did a fine job of cutting my hair, and she only cut just a little bit off the top. See right there? See right there? Now, the reason I have this hat on is that I didn't want anybody to see it, but I got it all tucked underneath it, you understand? Tucked underneath? What's tucked underneath? She did a fine... My hair is. She did a fine job of cutting my hair. She did a good job. I agree. I think she did a very clean job, and I wish you'd take the cap off and show everybody what a great job. Well, you she just did. take a look right there. You're looking for yourself, man. Don't you don't have to worry about it. See I, what the advantage that I had? I had real long hair, and she just cut the top of it off, and I don't have to worry about anything anymore. But at this point, I thought she was really cutting it off. Now, you don't seem to be enjoying yourself too much at this point. How could you enjoy something when you were robbed? They, there was thievery. Well, I think that's just a matter of opinion. Yours against uh, the fans, against the referee, against Robert Fuller, whatever. Everyone's okay. going to have their own opinion. All right. Now, he had his day, didn't he? Now, I'm going to have mine. Robert Fuller, you have signed a match of my caliber. It's called a loser-leave town. And you better get you a Greyhound bus ticket. No better yet, I'll go down there and get it myself. I'll put it in your name because you won't be here and the people won't have to put up with you. Do you understand, Robert Fuller? Do you understand? Now we're going to break away I said, and do you understand? Bye bye, Greyhound, Robert Fuller. You match. call Mama and say, Mama, I'm a. Robert Fuller on the set with me now, and of course, Robert, uh, Don Carson saw the film of the hair versus hair match. Uh, he has challenged you to a loser leave town. And of course, you've got to be made aware that uh, to lose that particular match, you are barred from the southeastern wrestling area for mm -hmm. one year. Nobody's aware of that any better than me, Les, because in a confrontation with Don Carson at one period of time, I spent six months out of this area due to Don Carson. Now let me say this before we ever get started on why I accepted the loser leave town confrontation. I received a great amount of letters of people thanking me for not accepting the loser leave town last week when I said that there was going to be a hair confrontation. 
and it took a lot of thought involved in this thing, but I'll tell you, it went a lot of different directions where I'm concerned. After I cut Don Carson's hair, perhaps the people don't understand the seriousness of this matter. There's a great possibility that I could come up injured in the southeastern area. It's right. very dangerous for me wrestling here at this point because Don Carson is a furious, he's, he's mad, he's well, he's insane at this point after what's happened to him with his head. And by the way, the people are going to get their shot to see Don Carson's head. He's not going to be able to hide it under that hat all the time. But that's one way or the other. They'll surely get the chance to see it when I climb in the ring in a no and a loser leave town confrontation with Don Carson. I accepted that match because I want to give the people again something that I think they deserve, and that's Don Carson being gone from the southeastern area. The one thing that I can give the people, uh, those people that wrote me and said, please don't sign a loser-leave confrontation, is this uh, to think about, that Don Carson cannot defeat me with management or anything else. He can't beat me. He's not the man that I am in the ring. I promised my fans I lost to loser-leave town. I was gone from here for a while, Les. Right. But I won't lose another one. This one with Don Carson is my match. And uh, I appreciate the people backing me up in this hair confrontation, and I can promise you... With the backing again, we'll win this lose or leave thing. I won't be the one that leaves town. One final uh, statement then. In other words, you have signed this with no reservations. You feel uh, no uh, second guessing uh, will do any good that you're going in there with the confidence that you intend to beat Don Carson. I can beat Don Carson. There's no way Don Carson can beat me. I'll come out of that ring the winner, and we won't see any more of Don Carson for a year's time. Thank you, Robert. That, that and plane. that has been our personality profile for today. We hope you've enjoyed it. match on Southeastern Championship Wrestling will be a one-fall match with a 15-minute time limit. From Hollywood, California, weighing 220 pounds, managed by Don Carson, ladies and gentlemen, Gorgeous George Jr. And his opponent from the state of Florida, weighing 230 pounds, Rip Smith. Don Carson, the manager of Gorgeous George Jr. for this match. Rip Smith, the return against Gorgeous George Jr. We had mentioned uh, the week before last about a surprise on the program. It's belated because we had expected at that time that we would have Gorgeous George wrestling here on television this past week. It is his first time in wrestling tights on our program. And he is seconded, managed by, or whatever, Don Carson with a cap to cover the uh, smoothest and bald paint. And Rip Smith and Gorgeous George going at it, hammer and tong right from the bell. This should be a great match, Les, as we pointed out. First time we've seen Gorgeous George Jr. wrestle on Southeastern Television. He's been wanting this for the last couple of years in the area. And now he is finally in tights in the ring. And I'd say he's picking on a young man who could give him all the trouble he wants. Rip Smith, we saw in the film at the top of the program how Smitty had beaten George at this uh, return of that match. And right now, it looks like it belongs to Rip Smith once again. He's certainly taken the offense. Guess a two count from referee Tommy Weathers. Going for that front face lock. 
take nothing away from Gorgeous George Jr. He is a very capable competitor in that ring. And with the assist of Don Carson on the outside, he can become even more capable. We'll have to watch Don Carson land on the cap for the first time we've seen Don in the cap. I guess it's because of what happened in the area when Don had his head shaved. Yes, sir. I would say that uh, Don was in no hurry to show that head to anyone. The extra bar out of Tampa U with those beautiful shoulder blocks drops gorgeous George to the canvas. A knee down along the side of the head, and Gigi is in trouble. Body slam by Smith. The Ripper goes after Don Carson. The stake on the part of the young man from West Virginia. As Gorgeous George Jr. finds him on the glass side and takes command of the offense. The young man has uh, eyes on all four corners of the hand there. That's when you wrestle a man like Gorgeous George, you've got a man like Don Carson on the apron. Rip in trouble now. Carson cheering Gorgeous George on. And Rip Smith in trouble, being sent crashing into the turnbuckle. Flying there by Gigi. And moves over to work on the back of the Ripper. Pounding at the uh, kidney area, Les. He's got to take a lot of punishment there. George, body slam as Rip bounces from the impact of that one. And Carson is jubilant on the outside. He's telling Gorgeous George to suplex him on your... Oh, he him. can't That's get the... him up. Rip front face locks his man. They're both jockeying for that position now. Gorgeous George with a shot to the midsection. Goes for the body slam. And Rip is back with the slam. Time for the pin. Smitty out. On the one count. Gorgeous George gets hooked. Don Carson again on the outside, trying to make the assist. Rick Smith undecided as to whether he should be wrestling Carson or George. Well, manager Don Carson got a warning from referee Tommy Weathers as in the middle of the ring, Rip Smith and Gorgeous George going at it tooth and toenail. Rip dives across his hand, hooks him with the roll up. George out. And we've got us a great match going for us here. The drives at home. Double leg take down. And his shoulders pinned for the count of two. Carson up again. Out, and George with a knee in the back. Three times now. It's been a handicap situation where it's been two of this one. Now being run. Robert Gray runs into the And stops on Carson. Carson loses his top. And on disqualification, Rick Smith and his hand raised in victory. Carson moving into the ring, and Rick gets his hand raised by virtue of a disqualification. And there goes the dignity of Don Carson Let's down the ring. Go to instant replay and see if we can look at that one. Here's Carson moving in. You see referee Tommy Weathers going towards the timekeeper. Robert Fuller comes in to award Carson off. And there you see it. Rip Smith with a disqualification win over Gorgeous George Jr. We'll be back right after this.
Five great matches in all at Hazard, Kentucky. August the 21st, bell time, 8.30 p.m. at the Memorial Gym. Gorgeous George Jr. will take on Rip Smith in one of those featured matches. Ted Allen meets Kevin Sullivan. We'll also have a Russian chain match with Boris Malenko meeting Ronnie Garvin. And in the Southeastern heavyweight title match, the Mongolian stopper managed by Don Carson takes on Robert Fuller. And we've had some great battles with these two over the years. And it's going to be another great match in Hazard, Kentucky, August the 21st. Hazard, Kentucky fans, I want you to take a look and take a listen. Robert Fuller has gone out and lied to you again. He told you people up there in Hazard, Kentucky, that he shaved my head. That is a lie. What happened was I caught the mage while I was wrestling you, and I had to shave it off to get rid of it, Robert Fuller. Now, I'm going to turn the Mongolian stuffer loose. You got your championship match in Hazard, Kentucky. Ladies and gentlemen, do me a favor. Do not buy a ringside seat because I'm turning this man loose right here. What is the most And when I do, that's when he's going to throw Robert Fuller out there on the floor, put one chair after another, right over his body. Now, you're talking about a man being mad. This one's mad right now because of the things that you've been doing. Robert Fuller, Robert Fuller, you're going to go home to Mama this time. They say, Mama and Daddy, please, please, Mama, please, Mama. No more than running rough down on me. Please do some. Hey, Hazard fans, you better be there because I'm turning him loose. What is this all? How do you miss all? How do you miss all? How do you miss all? Robert Fuller, how do you miss all? How do the Southeastern heavyweight champion, the Mongolian managed by Don Carson, will meet Robert Fuller, Hazard, Kentucky, bell time, 8.30 p.m. I'm sure you'll want to be there. TV time remaining. This will be a one-fall match. Now, ladies and gentlemen, from Canada, weighing 235 pounds, Ronnie Garvin. And his opponent, from the state of Florida, weighing 240 pounds, Steve Kyle. One fall, TV time remaining. Steve Kyle, making his first start here on Southeastern Wrestling against Ronnie Garvin. Kyle, a hefty man, well put together. And of course, the one they're calling the one-man showing, Ronnie Garland. In behind double leg takedown and into what Malenko calls the Russian sickle. Kyle finds the ropes. And Garvin, opening up in his own style, has Steve Kyle on the move. Kyle's not being able to make too much of an offense against Ronnie Garvin. Garvin, going for the hair, rolls Kyle off. A little boxing match out there now. Ronnie Garvin, a favorite with the fans, but you wouldn't know it because of his wrestling style. He would rather punch, kick, and chairs, buildings, build automobiles, or what have you. And right now, he's got him a big man, Steve Kyle. Kyle can be tough. He's an aggressor, and certainly uh, that's the style that Ronnie Garvin likes. Unless we've seen some t-shirts in the southeastern area that says Ronnie Garvin is a one-man wrecking crew, a one-man gang. He certainly displays that in any of his matches. Yes, he does. Kyle moving in on offense now. And starting to bite Ronnie Garvin. Garvin just first in that top turnbuckle. Hits the deck about mid-ring. Kyle with a knee drop. I don't think Kyle realizes what he's doing, Liz. He's going to get Ronnie Garvin's iron up. And when he does, it's Katie Barladore. 
you got to beat the French Canadian down a little more than that. The British soldiers on that canvas and Garvin battling back. Go ahead. Definitely bit Ronnie Garvin. That was a final straw there. Here comes Garvin to make that comeback and making the back of one, Steve Carr. Catapults it into the ropes. Catches it into the drop. Garvin back on offense, clawing his foul. Uh, that's a maneuver you see a lot out of Professor Malenko as well. That's exactly what we're talking about. Pile driver. Oh, oh. by the door. <laughs> I felt that. Ronnie's like going with a pen. He could get a three count here easily after that pile driver. He's going to punish his man. Dropped him like an Idaho potato and hits the pin. Ronnie Garvin with the power blinder and the body press comes up with a win over Steve Kyle. Let's go to instant replay and see how it's shaped up for Ronnie Garvin. There is the power driver. He holds his man and watch him drop him. If there was anything going to happen after that, it wasn't going to be coming from Steve Kyle. And Ronnie, for good measure, drops the elbow. And Sexton down to make the count, but Garvin wants to go again. He had the pen right here, Lash. Ronnie Garvin with a win over Steve Kyle, and in just a second, we'll be back with one of your favorite Southeastern wrestlers. Great Southeastern wrestling card. On August the 21st, 8.30 p.m. at Hazard, Kentucky at the Memorial Gym. Five great matches in all. And on that card, Ken Allen meets Kevin Sullivan. Gorgeous George Jr. takes on Rip Smith. A championship match. Ron Wright presents the Tennessee Connection. Dennis Condry, Phil Heckerson taking on Jimmy Golden and Bob Roop, managed by Bill Golden. A Southeastern tag title match. Also a Southeastern heavyweight title match. As the Mongolian Stomper, managed by Don Carson, meets Robert Fuller. A special added attraction, a Russian chain match. Boris Malenko meets Ronnie Garvin. You know, I don't know whether you're aware of it, but the people out there, and Hazard especially, and through television and the media, they heard about the Russian chain match being barred throughout this area. Why was it barred? Because they claim it's too dangerous. Such people as Ricky Gibson and Tony Charles both cannot no, no longer participate in the wrestling matches because of a broken collarbone that this match has given them. Now, let me just show you the rules and regulations of this type of match. You don't mind if we go on the stand here. Plenty of time. Okay. Now, we are both tied to this chain. And in order to win this type of match, you must drag your opponent around the ring two complete times. And the only way I know this to be humanly possible is if a man is in an unconscious state of being. That's the only way you'd be able to do it. Now, you can use this chain to any advantage that you may so desire. Now, I'm going to give you a little demonstration. This is a steel chair, and this is a steel chain. With a small swipe of my hand. Now, you see where the steel does against steel, the indentations? Can you imagine what this can do to the human body? Ronnie Garvin, you're going to find out. And you're going to find out and regret the day that you ever heard the name of Professor Boris Maximilianovich Malenko. Two men are going to step in that ring. Only one of us is going to walk out. Ronnie Garvin, Professor Malenko says that chain will leave prints on your body. 
Well, when it comes to train match, violence, whatever you want to call it, it's a job for the one-man gang, Professor. You probably don't know me yet, but you will after the chain match. You'll see how much guts I got. You say one man will walk out of that ring. Well, you're right. And I don't intend to be the one that's going to be laying on his back in the ring. I intend to be the one that's going to be walking out. The rules are you must drag your opponent twice around the ring to be the winner. Well, that's fine. Because when I get through with you, I might be able to carry you around the ring six times. And I want somebody with a fast car because I'm going to tie it around your neck when I get through beating you. And I'm going to take you downtown, dragging your car. Southeastern Championship Wrestling, Hazard, Kentucky, bell time, 8.30 p.m., five great matches. You'll want to be there. Phil, we've just got a few seconds before we have to say goodbye, and I think uh, on today's program, the thing that was outstanding to me, we've seen the new Don Carson. Certainly when uh, Robert Fuller came in and uh, defrocked Mr. Carson, uh, we saw the real Don Carson out there. Well, a man with the ego uh, that size is certainly not too impressed with himself when he looks in the mirror and sees that uh, smooth pate. Well, his skin is a peeled onion, we can say that for him. That's for sure. And we saw Carson today managing Gorgeous George Jr. in his first outing on our wrestling program on television against Rip Smith. That was quite a battle. All in all, we feel it was a fine lineup, and naturally we'd like to invite the fans to join us again next week, Phil. And we'll be looking forward to another great Saturday of Southeastern Championship Wrestling. Les Thatcher for Phil Rainey and everyone here saying so long till next week. been watching Southeast Championship Wrestling, voted the number one new wrestling program in the country by the National Wrestling Alliance. Join us again next week for top professional competition on the world's oldest sport. Announcers on this program are employed by Southeast Championship Wrestling. <laughs>